Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Spirit of Radio. You can only hear it here on 102 CFNY. Shriek back and lined up. It's the Scott Show, 4 o'clock, and time for a news update. Here's Danny Nicholson. I sit here and... Just wish that that could have been me with him in the studio and over here to weather with my daughter. How fucking cool would that have been? We're going to open this drink. And cheers to you, Daddy. get going with the lovely and beautiful tribute that I'm going to be doing for my father today. I still wanted to remind you guys of my favorite condom brand and that condom brand is One Condoms. Trust me when I tell you they have the greatest selection of condoms you can find today between studded glow in the dark and their ultra 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 thin halo condom i'm telling you right now it is worth every single penny in your pocket to make this purchase and if you are in canada it is available at shoppers drug mart at participating shoppers now let's get to the episode this one will be a longer episode today for me as i am grieving And I'm having a hard time accepting what has happened over the last few days. And I have so much that I want to talk about about my dad. And he was the most amazing father any girl could ever ask for. And I mean that. And I know every girl says that their father is great. And I'm sure they are. But nobody was as fucking cool as James Baby Scott. Now that was his radio name. Not his real name. His radio name. And I find it so cool that that was his name. And people ask, have been asking me quite frequently why was his middle name Scott James, James Scott? Where did the Scott come from? It's not Marston? Your last name's not Marston? And it's a funny story. And my Uncle David, yes, his name is also David, and my father still to this day, (laughs) don't know why they were both named David. I find it so funny, and my dad told me that story for the first time when I was back home in June, and I laughed so hard because I the way my dad told the story and he just I still don't remember and I still will never get why my mother did that and I was howling I was laughing so hard 
Now, recently I have reconnected with my uncle. And for those of you who are in the Toronto area have probably heard of my uncle. And I feel like some of you have gotten my uncle confused with my own dad. And his name is David Marsden. And he is an icon in the radio world. This man is brilliant and he's still running an amazing radio show called New York the Spirit to this day. My uncle did a lovely tribute to my dad the other night when a couple days after he had passed. And I had recorded it and I bawled and I bawled and I bawled. And it was so beautiful. And it came from the heart. Now, my podcast will be coming from the heart as well, of course. (laughs) We can't fake that. I've gotten a lot of messages from people saying, holy shit, you could just see the way your father loved you in every picture. And me and my dad were so close. I'm just going to take a drink. We were so close. He was the light of my life texted me every day called me every other day and I think that's the thing that I think I'm struggling with a little bit is not being able to get those phone calls anymore I told myself I wasn't going to cry on this podcast (laughs) and here I am and that's the thing I think I miss the most already and I'm trying so hard to, you know, deal with it. And it's a part of life. And we knew it was coming for a while. My dad has been sick for a very long time. And no one can prepare you to lose a parent. No one. Even if you know it is coming or, you know, it wasn't sudden. You still aren't prepared. And you never will be. I got home on Wednesday last week, a few days before, and I got to spend the last couple days before he had passed. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm not going to go into detail here, but my dad chose the palliative care route where you, if you don't know, I'm sure most of you do know this, but you do essentially rather than being in a hospital when it is about to happen you are more so in the comfort of your own home and that's what he wanted and the Wednesday when I had got there we had a good day and we had some laughs and sat in his room together and just watched tv and I enjoyed every moment of that and the next day I took him to the hospital he had to go and have um, they're called pick lines my dad was doing dialysis and he had to go and have those removed and we even had a great day doing that even though he was hurting and in pain and we were laughing and we did a few pit stops on the way home and <laughs> my dad was so funny and he was a hippie you know growing up and being the radio guy and James Scott and We had to stop and get him some weed. (laughs) And I had no idea what I was doing because clearly I do not smoke. And I go into the weed store and he tells me the name. And (laughs) 
And I'd go in like a loss, a deer in headlights, all confused, got ID'd right away, but came out and I got him, I got him that weed that he could enjoy for his last few days, and we were laughing and having a great time. And on the Friday, my siblings had come over, and we still had a great day on the Friday. He got his last little bit of energy in, and my siblings were saying their goodbyes, and he knew, you know, and I think... You know when you are, I'm not going to say die, but I think you I th- have the sense. I, I don't know. I'm not a, I don't know, but I was speaking to a friend of mine today, actually. We went out for a coffee, and he had a similar thing with his mom, who she made sure she saw everyone before. And then that's when she passed after she said her final goodbye to that last person she was waiting for. And I think, yeah, like you must have a sense that it's going to happen. And we got those last laughs in on Friday and that was the last good day. And Saturday came along and with that last bit of consciousness, he did tell me how proud he was of me. And how much he loved me. And my mom. And for that I am so thankful. I am so thankful for that. And that's something I will cherish for the rest of my life. Now, I'm done crying. (laughs) I can't believe I'm crying and I'm sorry for crying on the podcast. But I told you guys this was going to be a meaningful episode. And here we are crying and... I'm sweating too, (laughs) but what else is new? Not only was my dad a radio legend, he was my icon and my idol, and I've got the coolest clips, radio, um, radio clips also, but there's a few really cool paper articles that I had found while I was at home. And not only was my dad a radio legend, he was, for those of you who don't know, the chili cook-off king. And yes, that's where I got my talent to make good chili. (laughs) He had entered with the radio station now. He worked for um, CFNY for most of his radio career and... I think he, le- he left in about 89 and went over to Light 105.7, which is a Niagara-based radio station. And this clip that I, a little clipping that I have found, I have recording also at the moment video as well. So I will post this for those of you who will be tuning into like my YouTube because I will put this whole episode on my YouTube channel. And the coolest thing about these clips that I have are from his chili cook-off. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, 4Kids Flashback. 4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. 
We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. I do also want to make note, it is about like 35 degrees here in Calgary. So if you are hearing background noise, it's because I have to have my fan on or else I would be dying right now of sweat. And... I'm sorry if you can hear that bustle in the background, but I can't survive in this apartment with no air conditioning without my fan on. So for that, I apologize. And uh, anyways, I will continue on. So he has this hilarious picture from his chili cook-off where he's petting like a, I don't know, a hog, I want to (laughs) say. That's what it looks like. And he, it just says a little note about how it was part of the Kidney Foundation. Now... I don't know if this is the right way to say I'm finding it just obviously a little, I don't know if ironic would be the word, but for just all of the great charity work that my father did for the Kidney Foundation, and unfortunately one of his kidneys did fail, hence why my dad was going into dialysis, but I find, I don't know if I find it cool that he was such a strong part of the Kidney Foundation, and Anyways, he, yeah, he was the defending champion for the chili cook-off, and he's got the cutest little crown on his head right, or, yeah, crown, and it's so funny, and then I found another chili cook-off clip from him, and (laughs) it says he's just been the king for a few times in a row and the picture of him um i'm not too sure if you can see that he is in the middle but the facial expression on his face is so funny (laughs) oh and holy shit did he ever make good chili and let me tell you i actually found a um clip from a newspaper that he put the recipe in so i will be making his chili in honor of him maybe not when it's 35 degrees here in calgary but i will be doing a little chili honor for the chili king himself and one of the other articles i had found actually um i don't have the paper with me right here um but it said something along the lines it was just like a little um blurb about how He had moved back to Niagara for his radio show opposed to Toronto and how he was the Chili King and they put under the article, we always knew he was hot stuff. And that's a fact. My dad was so handsome, is handsome, will always be handsome. And I've been posting some clips on my my Instagram of my dad and the comments that I had been receiving about his flow, his hair wow, he was such a good-looking man. And I was like, yeah, that's why my mom was obsessed with him. <laughs> but the other picture that I had found of my dad um, was they did a um, <laughs> a bikini bike wash, and he was surrounded with bikini babes, and they were doing a um, another sort of fundraiser or whatever for the car wash and him just surrounded by all these chicks holy hell does he look like a stud he's got his aviators on and his microphone in his hand he is one cool fucking dude and 
I used to get, I, or I still get those comments just being like, he looked like he was the coolest guy. And he, there he was. Like, everything about him was just so fucking cool. Right now? Yeah. Okay, I want to remind everybody that Martha and the Muffins are coming up Thursday night when 102 features another live performance as recorded by CFNY's mobile recording facilities. So this week, Martha and the Muffins, Thursday at 11 p.m. on 102. Come on, come on. 4 11. The group from CFNY. Jean-Luc Potty here on 102. The group, a group that was discovered by Thomas Dolby and technology back before uh, Jean-Luc Potty. 23 minutes after four now. I was 24 and 8 in Cambridge. Yeah, it gets underway tomorrow night at Ballantures in Cambridge. 4.25 on the Scott Show. Can you imagine what Barbara Woodhouse feels like right now 400,000 dogs in Peking she could have trained when I listened to that I think two things a radio was so different back then like so different it sounds like you're listening to something just so old school and it's nothing like anything that is on radio nowadays radio is just I think it's changed and I still just think it would have been so cool to just be a part of that back then and I would have loved nothing more than to do that And the other thing I think, too, when I listen, how much more it makes me want to do this. And I know it's different now and it's not going to be like that, but it still is going to be the thing that is pushing me towards my goal. And there is nothing I am more passionate about than this fucking podcast and everything that I have been doing to work up and work towards being successful in this industry. And listening to my dad and hearing these clips, it just is like, I feel like the push I needed to really be like, okay, Allie, this is it. You're doing it. You're going for it. It's going to happen. And I thank my dad so much for that. As my mom and I sat and looked through some of his old boxes and things that we found at the house, I found a couple cassettes that literally said, Allie and me in the studio, Allie and me interview, and holy fuck, I cannot wait to listen to these. I have to go to a vintage store and try and maybe find a cassette player or what like I don't even know but I need something to listen to these discs or are not discs but cassettes but I have to go in or I would just have to go get them converted but anyways I 
cannot wait to listen to these clips because I know A, I'm going to cry and B, the fact that I was five years old in the studio for my dad, what more could say you are destined to do this? You are destined to follow in your father's footsteps. And I just cannot wait to listen to these clips. Now, my father doesn't want a funeral so he was cremated on Tuesday and this is when my dreams started to happen already Tuesday night I couldn't sleep and I was tossing and I was turning and finally I fell into what I thought was a little sleep and I get I'm not quite sure for those of you who know much about um, spirits and mediums and psychics and all that kind of stuff but I had been seeing on TikTok there's this one person I can't remember what their name is or else I would give you a shout out but there's a guy on there that actually has a spirit box and he talks to spirits but he's been talking to like celebrity spirits which I find is so amusing because the one he had was that I found on TikTok was with um he was doing one with like Michael Jackson and one with um Brittany Murphy and anyways so Tuesday night I fall into my sleep and I get there's nothing in the dream like it's a, a I don't know if this is going to sound weird but it was just like a a voice dream it wasn't there was nothing in the image that I was seeing it was just black and I hear this voice and she goes there is someone from the other side who wants to communicate with you and that's when I heard my dad go Allie 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 and I woke up a in a pool of sweat and b screaming for my dad I could not believe that I had to had that dream and I told my mom about it and she was like well it's his spirits free now and it was really intense and it has really made me have an interest for afterlife and spirits and everything along those lines and what happens when you die and where does your spirit really go so now I'm intrigued and I ordered a book off Amazon and I can't wait to read it. It's going to be here on Monday. And there's just so much more now that I want to learn. And that was just after this dream. I had another dream last night too. Now this one was very surreal. And I think I'm starting to channel this stuff. Which is interesting. Because given the fact that I had taken an interest just on Tuesday. Now... I was falling into a sleep paralysis and I know I had discussed this on a previous podcast episode but again those po- those podcast episodes are no longer available but I have fallen into paralysis before and I'm sure some of you most of you would know what that is and correct me I don't know if I'm wrong it's when your um, mind has now fallen into sleep but your body's kind of still awake or it could be the opposite I, I'm not sure I'm not a versed in it very well and I feel like it probably is the opposite because it's doing me I always screw things up so last night I'm couldn't sleep again and obviously I'm probably gonna have trouble sleeping over the next little while but I finally I woke up early and then I went back to bed to take a nap and I finally started falling into a sleep 
and I could feel my body going into paralysis because now I'm starting to twitch a little bit, but I can feel my body twitching. We're at my old place. Back when I was a kid, we lived on 3rd Avenue in Niagara Falls, and in walks my dad's best friend, Frank. Frank has passed away now five, six years ago. I can't quite remember when it was when he passed, but it was my dad's best friend, and they were in the radio industry together, and Frank came over on the weekends, and my dad and Frank and his few other buddies would sit and have beers and smoke weed and play card games and listen, listen to records. I thought it was so cool, just him and the buddies having beers and listening to records. In my dream, I go to the back and Frank walks in the back door and he looks at me and he gives me a hug and I can feel myself freaking out because I'm trying to wake up. I'm trying so hard to wake up at this point because I didn't know what was going on, if it was real or what was happening and I knew Frank had passed so I was freaked out. And I could feel myself twitching and I could feel my body moving and my eyes are open, but my eyes are open and I'm seeing this dream. It was freaky and I could feel like, could you imagine if you were sleeping beside someone who was going through a paralysis? Like I felt like I not looked like I was possessed and I'm trying to scream and I'm trying so hard to wake myself up and I couldn't. And he just hugs me and goes, I'm so sorry. And I woke up right after that. And it was fucking wild. And I texted my mom and she was like, holy cow, he's with Frank now. And I feel like if I keep channeling this kind of stuff, that I'm going to eventually see my dad. And it's going to be a beautiful thing because if I can do this and I don't know if you can work on this kind of stuff. And it's something I'm going to learn in this book that I ordered from Amazon. Because it teaches you that kind of stuff. And I think it would be pretty cool. And I know a lot of people would probably think that that's weird. Or crazy. Or how could you do that? I think it's just something that, you know, needs to happen. And I think it's going to help essentially and a lady from my work had mentioned how when her sister passed she greeted her in a dream and it put her at peace you know now I did a lot of journaling over the last week about my dad and being home with my family and I recorded a journal every day because knowing me and the way I am I forget stuff. Oh my God, I forget stuff all the time. Sometimes I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. So I did some journaling and I was sitting at the Hamilton airport and I was waiting for my flight to come back to Calgary. And I've been finding it very interesting to open up my notebook. I've got my MacBook and I have my notebook and I open up my notebook and this is where I write all my notes. And I've started just watching people and watching how they interact with each other and try and wonder what they're up to and why are you going to Calgary is Calgary home and when I was on the plane coming back I sat with this lovely gentleman and I tried not to talk to anybody for that flight because I couldn't really but as soon as we started landing he looks out the window and goes look at the smoke 
I can't believe how much smoke there is out there. Is this home for you? And we started chit-chatting, and he's from Brampton with his wife. They were flying to Calgary to connect to Victoria to go see their daughter. But he was just such a lovely man, and I remember seeing them in the boarding lounge and just, you know, wondering. And it's just curious, curiosity, just seeing what people are up to. And I saw this sign on the Cal- or Calgary, the Hamilton Airport wall. And the sign says, travel brings power and love back into your life. And I look at this quote and I sit there and I think. And I think and I think and I think. And I know that my dad wanted me to live my best life. And he wanted me to live it hard and live it to my fullest. When you look at the photos from your father who was a famous radio DJ back in the day, you start noticing things throughout the photos. And holy shit, that guy lived. And I kind of wish I had that opportunity to talk to him about his radio days. I had here and there, but now given how much more passion I have towards this, I wish I could have heard about his days. And my dad used to host a radio show in LA and he had a show in Jamaica and he would go to Jamaica all the time and do his show and everyone loved it and it was the Scott show and he was an icon and I'm not kidding you when I say that and a lot of people again some of the messages I have been receiving are holy shit I didn't know your dad was such a big radio star and same goes for my uncle like David is also a radio legend back home and I love some of the pictures that I had been finding um, one being this really cool article I found of my dad and my uncle and it's a picture that was in the paper of the two of them and it said the one of the most successful attributes of CFNY is the relationship between the program director and the notoriously poor but Dave Marsden, which is my uncle. Program director of CFNY is an exception to the rule. Marsden, on the right, talks to on-air personality James Scott last week. And this picture of them, this picture was from the 80s, so it's starting to go a bit. But holy shit, it is so cool. And it's so cool to think that he did all these shows all over the world. And I love that so much. Now, my dad and I didn't always see eye to eye (laughs) we have had our fights and tiffs solely because both of us are Aries and we are fire signs and we would get into fights but we would make up that day the same day and it would be like nothing mattered even though we had argued and I will never forget (laughs) the day I said to them I was like I want to get a dog I want a dog. And my mom was like, okay, yeah, sure. But I was like, absolutely not. You are not getting a dog. There is no way there is a dog stepping foot in this house. So what did I do? I went and got a fucking dog. <laughs> I drove out, got my dog. She was a little toy Pomeranian, and I named her Coco. I take her home, walk upstairs with her in this little tiny kennel. My dad looks at me and goes, what is that? I said, it's my dog. (laughs) I didn't care what you said. I was still getting a goddamn dog. And he said, oh, my God. Well, let me see her. 
take her out of the cage and she was the size of my hand and I look at my dad and he looks at me and he goes oh my god I'm keeping this dog <laughs> always remember James Scott playing that song from the Beatles and uh, coming out of the track with this enthusiasm for the fact that it arrived the Beatles were in the radio station CFNY on compact disc. And it wasn't wasn't long after that that I got involved with CIUT at the University of Toronto and found uh, uh, some, some way to be a part of things and find myself in your backyard. Uh, but isn't it amazing? Like, this is, this is over, yeah. what, 34 years ago that I just remember hearing this innocuous song on the radio where, like, constantly longing for these moments, right? We're, we're always referring to these things that we we heard on the radio, we saw on TV, or we caught on the newspaper at, at a distant time. That was just like an ephemeral moment, might have might have been heard by, by tens of thousands, and, you know, every single one of them forgot it, except maybe you and me. And, and that these instances stick with us forever. And I just always remembered hearing The Scott Show, James Scott, Afternoon Drive on CFNY, playing the Beatles. You really got a hold on me. How sad was I to learn on August 1st that James Scott died. And the interest in his life he was one of those cast of characters in the golden age of Spirit of Radio, CFNY. was around there, I think, from around 1982, uh, a couple of years later, when it started broadcasting from the top of the CN Tower. Uh, he was part of that legendary lineup. He absolutely was part of that legendary lineup. That is a clip that I had just found, actually, from Toronto Mike'd. He is a podcast in Toronto. And they all know all those radio guys and are a part of that. And I just heard that and I listened to the podcast episode. It was actually sent to me by one of my dad's friends from back in the day. And I think it is so cool that he's being honored in so many different ways. And not only did my uncle do an amazing tribute to him, I've now just listened to that podcast. And my dad played a very important important role in a lot of people's commutes or their daily listening the office music like it was always he was always on and so many people know him from the scott show and i just cannot express how amazing i think that is to have such a talented father and to be recognized by so many people and so many people know him and are gonna miss him and i think that is really cool the role that he played in a lot of people's lives aside from just mine and my siblings and my mom and for that I'm gonna miss him so much and I'm so happy that you guys have if you're listening to this episode you've made it this far to hear me talk about my dad and how proud I am to have come from such a great man and I'm gonna miss him so much every day and I'm going to do this and go for my dreams and make him even more proud of me than he was and is to this day. And for that, Dad, I just want to say I love you.
and I will miss you every day and I hope that you're going to be proud of what I'm about to do and for that I'm raising my glass and this one's for you dad and I love you that's going to bring me to the end of this episode and I really hope you all enjoyed this tribute to my amazing father James baby Scott I hope I am doing as good of a job as you did. I don't have that sultry voice, but I'm working on it. I even ate a lemon before this episode, but it didn't really do me well. (laughs) For those of you who have made it this far, I would love it if you would please check out the new and improved website, www.theallymars.com, and it is where you will find every single one of my podcast episodes. So make sure you subscribe to that. Make sure you subscribe to this link, or sorry, this episode, this podcast, and everything in between. And I hope you all have a great fucking day. And as usual, this podcast is powered by Blue Microphones. The number one leading microphone in the audio world right now. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests the blue hotel hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga, Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.